What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Murder Blows. This is the uh, boring intro cut because I didn't want to stain you all with my stained cover. Oh, it's been a while. I kind of did anyways. Uh, anyways, it has actually been a hot minute. Uh, I missed last week. For those of you that weren't keeping track, uh, it was my first week miss. So I got to pat myself on the back um, for failing. Um, this week, Macy is going to talk about one of my seriously favorite true crime cases. Um, you get to hear some bad uh, impressions, mainly by me. In fact, only by me. Uh, this episode is kind of off the cuff. Uh, we're getting back into the groove of things. So uh, stay with us. Um, put your sailor hat on and we'll jump onto the boat as Maisie dives into Natalie Wood. Uh, I'm Violet, if you couldn't tell how awkward this was. And I'm joined this week by... Cody. Maisie. Sasha. All right, everybody, roll that intro music. <laughs> <laughs> on top of a pin right now and it looks like she's just holding it oh <laughs> doing homework she's gonna write down her sources oh quiet. that's so cute <laughs> pod dog mari there's there's a uh, dog ate my homework joke here i just can't find it yet yeah how about when i was packing and there was just fucking murder notes everywhere <laughs> cheers are we recording? Oh, Mari. Yes. It's been 37 years since we recorded last. Recording. It just feels like that for me. <laughs> she just pulled it out of her family pack. Oh. The face she made. Okay, yes. I have a fanny pack, so I didn't find that ironic. Uh, it's just funny. <laughs> it's at the end where she's like, or... It's just... <laughs> this is an audio podcast. <laughs> Hi, Let me Sasha. tell you. What up? I ordered, I ordered one fanny pack, and now it's all Amazon wants me to buy. I... Is anyone else's YouTube for you page real fucked up right now? It kept... Ooh, I don't some... know football and i was like wrong fan wrong fam sorry <laughs> not <laughs> wrong fam i'm not the fam you're looking for this is now i want to fam you are looking for it was like all about these like prank videos and i was like oh, are you sure videos. you're not logged into john's youtube <laughs> i thought i was not logged in but i definitely am like that was the first thing i checked because i was like myself fuck weird mine's like jeffree star and uh, how to dye your own hair, and should you cut your own things? <laughs> Watch Brad Mondo review these bad bleach jobs, <laughs> and then like oh, yeah. the oh, I love those though videos from my case that I'm not gonna say yet. <laughs> um, is it just like your recommended page? Is that like the for you? Yeah, yeah. sorry, I used a TikTok term. Yeah, the for oh, you no. is the TikTok <laughs> Whoa. I'm sorry. Um, I have David De, De, David DeBrick, um, James Charles Sue's Wet and Wild Cosmetics, Reality Sick. House, which I love, uh, Melanie Martinez's new video. Oh, I, oh that one came out uh, 
Benjamin with Babish and Trisha Paytas shoving pink food into her mouth. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> that sounds about right. As soon as the Korean restaurant here does Jung Jamin again as a special, I want to go and mukbang it. Mukbang. What is... It's Say it again. Pasta with black bean sauce, which I feel like I would enjoy. Mmm. What it sounds a black bean sauce. I don't know. It's got it's bullshit like sixty dollar black pods two versus two hundred dollar AirPods two. At no point have I ever looked at a technology assessment video ever. Mm, I do that. Got my girl Tati. Every couple ever by Smosh. No, I've never watched a Smosh video in my life. Well, that's your loss. Oh. <laughs> PewDiePie unboxing his award. Great. Macy, that was like, PewDiePie. like PewDiePie's cool, but that was like not... such low key shade. <laughs> I was listen. I was a Smosh fan. Um, Balloon Shop fan over here. Old school oh, YouTube. Balloon I'll take Shop. It yeah. All day, every day. Uh, so yeah. my my list of YouTube videos are throwing a dart at a map and flying wherever it lands by Rylan Adams. Also, it's party time. Six full episodes of Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> I'm not not into it. Uh, Trisha Paytas, only eating recommended serving sizes for a day. Can't wait to see how that goes. Uh, crackhead makeup tutorial. <laughs> sure. David Dobrik tries to keep up with a professional chef. And I've never heard of that person. Also, I followed my 100-year-old grandma's favorite makeup tutorial by Jeffree Star, which was pretty cool. good. Was yeah, it? it was pretty good. Yeah. We stayed at the Taco Bell Hotel, Jeffrey. Yeah. They're moving oh, on up. Pretty dope. All right. Anyway, that's enough of our YouTube pages. If you want to share your top five recommendations, I'm into <laughs> it. Banana Piano? What is this? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's neological. Okay. That's fine. You're on a different wavelength. I've also been watching this YouTuber, uh... Ready to glare is her <laughs> is her name. I love it. Have Never. you ever watched her? <laughs> no. No, what she talks she, she talks about these internet stories and sometimes she does like true crime stuff, but she is like super smart and she just gets really pissed off. <laughs> and she covers the craziest stories. I don't know, it's just good. I love it. I love it. This is great. Um, this is definitely the YouTube content you signed on to a murder podcast for so welcome back to murder blows <laughs> this title this episode is titled i don't know why i pay for netflix hulu amazon prime uh hbo and crunchyroll because all i watch is youtube and it's free Ooh, i know why tell them tell them why so you can so you can keep up with your favorite new movie podcast stream weavers oh yeah <laughs> oh well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I was listening to you guys on my we way home. A... Yeah. It's, it's fixed. fixed now. It's fixed. <laughs> oh, I'm, still, I'm still on To those school. of you that only got to Kneebolt Street. Oh, tight. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so, like, I don't know. I think it sounded creepy. Oh, tight. I like it. Tight. I'm still, so I'm still on night school and the sad one. Oh, short term yeah. 12. Yeah. Which it sounds sad, so <laughs> hashtag won't be watching. That. It's really good. Ugh, it's you so should, good. Everyone should watch it. No. I agree. Thanks, Maisie. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But my favorite thing about Streamweavers is that you guys come prepared with facts. I can enjoy the podcast without having to watch the movie because Night School doesn't sound like my jam. (laughs) Don't worry, it wasn't anyone's gold. (laughs) I mean, I'm sitting there and you guys are like, yeah, there's an explosion. And Violet's like, I don't remember there being an explosion. (laughs) Literally, still to this moment, I literally took notes on that movie and not my own pick like i didn't take any notes on my own movie i took diligent notes like 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 you were watching it currently (laughs) but like with night school i was like i literally have just like i guess blocked out scenes from my memory that's so funny but it's fine but tune in because we're about to start halloween content Oh, what is Murder Blows? Also, Sasha, Halloween? our next episode features an anime movie, so. Yeah. Need the fuck? Yeah. Oh, God. We'll let you. Sorry, Boris, me into the microphone again. Um, <laughs> oh, my cats are also meowing out. as if I didn't just feed them five minutes ago. Um, do I need to listen to the It episode to understand what movie is is on the next episode i i think we talk about it at the end of uh short term 12 and night school so okay perfect. but it will be on the, our it episode is pretty... i'm Do sure the oh yeah episode that's true. Is great but there's no spoilers either great <laughs> i know you're so concerned he doesn't want it what would i do without that oh my gosh for us <laughs> That's okay. You can hear Harvey, right? She's like, yeah, having an aneurysm right now. So, welcome to the podcast where we talk about YouTube, our other podcasts, and our cats meow at the door. <laughs> it's kind of great. It is the best part of my week most of the time. So. Most of the time. Oh, what was I doing with my life? I opened my phone. Oh, I was tracking. <laughs> Hold on, GPS tracking my husband. Uh. <laughs> All right, I know some some murder murder blowies. Did we ever? That, no. That's not their name. No. Blowhards. No. <laughs> <laughs> Blowhards. So proud of that too. Blowhards. Uh, well, in my no, head, diehard was also saying like my work. My brain was like diehards. Anyway. Cody, Cody, a wild Hi, cat Cody guys. appeared. Hello. You guys might have to, you guys might have to turn off your cameras because my internet sucks. I'm really sorry. Oh shucks! Boom! Look at that. You kind of asked me. You could have just been like, "Can you turn off?" And I just would have shut down the computer. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's time to go to bed, y'all. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those days. I know that feel. <laughs> Sorry I'm late. No worries. You just missed the ma- the manic meowing. Oh no. Everybody's cats all at one time. Even my ghost cat that I don't have. Mari is being an angel. Everyone else is a devil. <laughs> you guys are all outside. Oh. That was a so, bad idea. Update me. What's Hi. going on? Um, we're talking about this dope new podcast called Streamweavers, ran by two totally different wild people. Um, we don't do this podcast. Definitely not. I do, <laughs> I, mean, I do sound I very laughing. different. <laughs> I do sound very different, though. You think uh, 
Yeah, I think I sound smarter on Streamweavers most of the time because I'm like, oh, let me tell you about cinematography. And then on here, I'm like, oh, just about to compliment jokes. you on your vocab. I was like, I can tell she reads a lot of books because she used the word flippant correctly. Flippant. <laughs> 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 it sounds, <laughs> I don't know why that made me think of Missy Elliott. <laughs> let me Put flip thing it down, flip and it reverse it. And reverse it. it. <laughs> that, that one? <laughs> Let me flip it, flippant. <laughs> what is happening? Is Hold everyone on. in a mood? Everyone's in a mood, right? Full moon on Friday the thirteenth. Well, also, yeah, I can feel oh, it. I was like on. hardcore already. So. It's Tuesday, Sasha. <laughs> <gasps> That's right. It's Tuesday and not Wednesday. <sighs> yeah, I'm totally confused on what day it is, and I can already feel like the full moon Friday the thirteenth coming at me. <laughs> severely hard dude my friend i hate to brag but my friday the 13th is gonna be dope <laughs> mine are always I'm awful ready. and i never even realize like what day it is and then i'm like oh that's why well that's how i feel you just gotta period. <laughs> why is everything awful i'll probably get that that day too it'll be oh, great no i feel that though i got like three big arguments at work today and then i cried because i realized i would get to spend christmas with eric <laughs> Oh, I don't even like Christmas. Mm. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm I glad just, it went. Just that got way. excited. <laughs> oh. Oh. This is a real bigly episode. Yeah, this is a definitely bigly episode. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it. I think. My groove is thrown off because in the in the wake of the murder blows goes on summer vacation special episodes. I just feel like that's like an you know when like friends went to the beach. Mm. It's like murder blows went to the beach, except none of us went to the beach and we we're actually just too busy to podcast. Um <laughs> Don't tell everyone. Weavers. Like what? Oh, that we didn't go to the beach? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's on. There are actual photos. crickets in the background. <laughs> Sorry. And it's making this whole awkward moment so perfect. No, I love it. Because so I was bad. like, that's me. I just went on this long ass tangent and then just cricket, cricket, <laughs> cricket. I have to go to my thoughts in the forest to get peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> what a there's a, a special behind the scenes fact of murder blows cody sacrifices <laughs> uh rude customers or rude reviewers in the backwoods of the smoky mountains <laughs> so that our listener count goes oh, up true, true. <laughs> you gotta have those average ratings whose night is it anyways it's mine where am i <laughs> Did you guys, did you guys talk about the reviews? The good ones? No, I was going to segue into that because she mentioned. <laughs> Boom. <Reviewers. A> segue. <laughs> Literally, I was like, this Cody sacrificed. So easy to edit. <laughs> Here we are. Laughing our But yeah, Cody sacrifices uh, rude reviewers, not bad reviewers. If you don't like us, that's okay. Um, but. You need to be constructive about it. Thank you. Uh, on that I note, have that problem. Shout out to uh, Zarrington and Hentai Hokage. 
Hokage. For, <laughs> that's what exactly what I said for our reviews. Thanks so much, guys. Shout out. One day we'll do a giveaway. That will be fun. Ooh, maybe Once we, we figure out away. what to give away. Blank Slate Labs and Arcadian Grooming Products. Because who doesn't want perfect hair and soft, silky skin? I used my sweet and salty scrub in the shower the first time in my new house. And it's still my favorite product. I am so smooth. It is great. I'm actually sad because I'm going to have to shave again soon. But that's a personal problem and not Blank Slate Labs. Or you can eat their lip scrub. Nope. <laughs> Did you we guys gotta... miss that? <laughs> We gotta get you the chapstick from Arcadian Grooming so you can eat that too. <laughs> Let me eat all the lip products. Um, Why do you guys think I don't get Botox? Because you don't need it. I can't eat it. You're right. <laughs> oh, that's not. Okay. Um, I just got a sweet email from Arcadian literally yesterday about this like matte paste heavy hold stuff. And as someone who is considering cutting all of their hair off, I'm very interested. Um, apparently, it's a heavy, dense cream that was designed for all-day hold. Coarse texture and high volume. All things I like. Because I want to be in the 90s again. It's, uh, it's, it applies evenly, and it will feel grip. It <laughs> sounds awful. It sounds like a horror movie. You will feel the grip, which helps achieve the style quickly and easily, as well as pack in loads of texture. Won't get crunchy. These are things that I like. Harvey likes them too. And Harvey can save 15% by using code MURDERBLOWS uh, at com or BlinkSlitLab.com. And uh, fucking A, I just saw that there's free shipping on all U.S. orders. Has that always been the case? Do I sound super echoey? Yeah. Shit. Put a blanket <laughs> over your head. <laughs> How's a towel? Okay. Ever had those moments where you just want to cry for a second? But it's just like, <laughs> yeah. No, that's right now. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> it is right now because I'm the one that has to do a case today. And I'm going to stay here on my bathroom floor with a towel over my head. The towel helps a lot, though. Does it? <laughs> yes. Can you, does this sound better? <laughs> it's way better. Are you, Daisy, just you have to see this. I'm Pop sorry, your camera on for like two seconds. Are you kidding? <laughs> Welcome to the Murder Blows Blanket Fort episode. If it makes you this feel better. This is my better. toilet. This is the microphone <laughs> on the toilet. I can't She's wait like, to get this back. Welcome to the office. Oh, what was that? Some of our best work. Um, if it makes you feel better, Binging with Babish recently did his recording in an airport underneath a micro fleece blanket. And it sounded great. That's I mean, going to be the way to go. Oh my god. This is going to be fun. It's like a sleepover. Okay. Oh, tower blankets. If I pause randomly, it's because the towel is falling. And <laughs> it's, it's in between my tears that are falling, too. So Aw. That Your sounds like a very hip song. They crash around me. Like the towel over my blanket fort. <laughs> for my podcast. What a, what a, is this what being a millennial feels like? <clears throat> Good lord, I hope not. My back hurts already. Mm. <laughs> um, okay. it that we live in an era of FaceTime and floppy disk? 
Like everyone on this podcast has used a floppy disk. That's true. But we also can take videos with our phones. Sorry. Yeah. I had to pause because Boris was trying to eat a milkshake. I'm sorry. I'm going to need more on that later. A milkshake? Oh, like, okay. I was picturing like a small cat milkshake. <laughs> no, like a whole last Burger King Twix milkshake. <laughs> oh, Burger King has Twix milkshake? Yes. I ate six Oreos. I do not need a milkshake. I'm almost slightly jealous. They're Halloween Oreos. The only way to go. Mm-hmm. I swear oh. they taste better. They do. Same with the Reese's pumpkins. Not the eggs, not the trees, none of them. Jeremiah bought me a, a Reese's pumpkin. And he said, I bought you this because pumpkin. And I was like, I think that translates to you like Halloween, so I bought you a Halloween thing. It was sweet. You know what else? Sweet. <laughs> Talking about murder. Okay. You got you you got that right, Violet. <laughs> uh, oh, thanks for tuning in to Channel Two and now Maisie with the murder. Beep, 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 beep. Now Maisie with the murder. I mean, it's funny you said it that way. Cloudy with a chance of murder. Oh, wait a um. So this episode is very chaotic energy episode. Uh, goes out to Allie because she brought this one to my attention many moons ago and I was like oh cool I'm definitely gonna do that the next episode and then I didn't so I've had this one in my pocket for a while (sighs) already out of breath because holding the towel okay so uh, today we're gonna talk about the mysterious death of Natalia Nikolaevna Zakarenko. Zakarenko. Yeah, aka Natalie Wood. Thank oh, goodness. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, sweating. I was like, God, I'm probably going to have to do the intro. There's no way I'm going to pronounce that name. No, it is A OK. Right. I love this story. It's <gasps> so, it's so, um, what's the word for it? Like, intertwangled as Georgia Hardstark says it's so intertwangled um I learned about this from that ghost adventures artifact show oh my god I totally forgot to go look up that episode but that is yeah a thing a place where I also learned about her what did they have from it was something from the boat right was it the steering wheel or something a buoy wait what's a buoy a bully, the little <laughs> circle thing, the lifesaver thing? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. Anyways. So, um, let's just go ahead and talk about that night. So, on November 28th, 1981, um, Natalie Wood and her husband, Robert Wagner, boarded their yacht uh, called the Splendor with their friend Christopher Walken and the captain Dennis Davern and they were gonna head out to Catalina Island for the what's it is the stepbrothers the wine mixer that's a joke don't don't worry about that they're not going yeah, to, they're, they're just wine. 
<laughs> They're just going to Catalina to hang out. <laughs> so on November 28, 1981, they get on the boat. They have a whole day planned of um, like drinking and, you know, it's going to it's gonna be such a fun time. Well, they are in the sun all day. There's probably not a whole lot of food on board. I'm just making that up, but one can only guess it's just cheese and various fruits because there's so much alcohol. And um, as the evening kind of goes on, they, uh, Natalie and RJ, who is Robert Wagner, and I'm going to call him RJ through the rest of this, uh, RJ have a fight, like a verbal fight. Um, she's getting really upset. She is just really kind of shaken by it. And she goes to the captain, Dennis Davern, and is like, hey, you know, can we just um, kind of go to the island for a little bit. I can't stay here overnight. So he's like, yeah, sure, fine. So Dennis Davern and Natalie um, go to a hotel on Catalina Island and they stay the night in a hotel room. They checked out two rooms, but they ended up just hanging out in one and Dennis and Natalie sit up and talked all night. There's not any like, there's not any rumor going around that they hooked up or anything. It was just like she was super distraught about her fight with RJ. Um, so the next day on the 29th, uh, they wake up in the hotel room. They go back to the Splendor, which is the name of the ship. And it's everyone, all four of them just kind of pretend like nothing happened. So they go about their day that day. They're still kind of you know, they're drinking, they're having an okay time, I guess. It's around Thanksgiving. That night, they uh, start to fight again. It starts with Christopher Walken and RJ kind of getting into an argument. Um, RJ throws a bottle of wine. Uh, Natalie is just super upset by this, and she goes to her room. Um, so... Apparently, RJ and Christopher Walken are, they're like talking that I don't think Dennis was really around. He's on the boat, obviously, but he's not involved in what's going on. Um, and then all of a sudden, RJ goes down to Natalie's room to tell her goodnight. And uh, he comes back up and he's like, I can't find Natalie you have to go look for her. He's talking to Dennis and he was like, you have to go look for her. I can't find her. She's not in her room. And so it's at 11.05 that that's when they realized that she was not on the boat and she went missing. Like Christopher Walken trying to give you like a pep talk. I can't even I do an impression of him. I don't think anyone wants to hear mine, but like, yeah, we do. Imagine You've just thrown your wife's bottle of wine. She's like, how dare you waste wine? And bolts out. Just kidding. That's not why she left. I'm sure she's a better person than that. Oh. Um, and Christopher Walken is just like, oh, man, buddy, you got to calm down. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I'm going to need more cowbell. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Like, you know, it'll make you feel better. <laughs> more <laughs> cowbell. Try not to throw the bottle of wine at your wife. And instead, throwing is the cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. So uh, at 11.05, that's when they realize that she is no longer on the boat. Um, so RJ says that 
she most likely went to um, back to the bar on Catalina Island just to kind of unwind. And uh, so he, instead of calling like the Coast Guard right away at like 11 o'clock that night, he called the restaurant where she may have been manager. And they were like, yeah, she's not here. So they were like, well, we'll just wait to see if she comes back. And at 1.30 a.m., the uh, call to the Coast Guard was made. Uh, so that night, uh, yeah, the next morning, Natalie Wood's body was discovered at 8 a.m. in the water. Uh, she was only a mile away from the boat. And uh, she was face down. She had on a flannel nightgown, wool socks, and a down jacket. Um, Then and there, her death was considered an accidental drowning. Uh, The police came onto the boat, came onto Splendor to talk to RJ. And they were like, what happened? And he was like, well, uh," he was like, well, there was this you know, argument that went down or whatever. And I went to go kiss her goodnight and she wasn't there. And the dinghy was gone, which the dinghy is just like the side raft to where if you need to get off of the yacht and you don't want to drive the yacht, you just take a little side raft. Um, And uh, he was like, she must've taken the dinghy out and like, just fallen off of it. And they're like, okay, don't worry about it. Just, you know, take your time to process and grieve, you're free to go. So we're going to go back in time now, but I'm going to stop right there and say that RJ, a.k.a. Robert Wagner, has never been a, he's never been labeled as a suspect in this. So just something to hang on to. Yeah, that is just, okay, on the surface. Mm -hmm. that's, That's insane. How are yeah. you not going to, like, but yeah, we got into a fight. I threw a bottle of wine at her, but, and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, buddy. Why don't you take the rest of the night off? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Essentially, that's what happened. Um, but, I mean, also, there's not, like, a million fucking people on the boat. So, mm-mm. like, no, your choices four. are limited. Yeah. Limited? Limited. 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 It should have just been, like, like, you know what? Why don't you take the night off? Christopher Walken. Does Christopher Walken look like a murderer? No. Next, there's a TikTok for this. The fact that they didn't place the call to the Coast Guard for two hours, and it's the "Don't be suspicious" one. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. You came here for TikToks. You know it. Um, YouTube. But anyway, okay. No, if someone goes missing, I'm like, nine one one, help, help. Unless I killed them. Also, it takes every fiber in my being not to laugh at the word dinghy because (laughs) I just think of Tommy Boy. Is that where I just remember it being one of those things from like my mom used to date like dude bro esque people probably because she was like 22, but like she would date like dude bro esque people and they would be like they would make funny jokes like oh dinghy and. I just thought it was the funniest as a four-year-old child, but... Uh, there's just a scene in uh, Tommy Boy where Chris Farley yells at a kid, quit playing with your dinghy! 
Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's the one. Um, My childhood like ladies, the... fat man in a little coat. Yeah. All right, I'm done. That's that's our guy. R.I.P. Gone too soon. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so Natalie Wood, like I said, was born Natalia Nikolaevna. Yep. Nikolaevna Zakarenko. Sick. Um, she was born on July twentieth of nineteen thirty-eight. Uh, she's an American actress. She started her film career as a child. Y'all, this is crazy. Okay, so she was, um, where is she born? San Francisco, but she lived in Santa, not, what's that other one? Monica. No. No. Santa Rosa. Okay. Uh, She lived in Santa Rosa. Um, basically starting at the age of four, she was in movies. Uh, there was a movie. Did I not write it down? Yeah. Uh, there was a movie called Happy Land that was being filmed in Santa Rosa. And there wasn't like an official casting call or anything for it. But her mom went to like, her and her mom went to the sidelines or whatever and was like, look, just go up to that man right there. That's the director. Go up and sit on his lap and sing a little Russian song for him. And that's exactly what she did. And she freaking got an opening part where she is a little girl that like drops her ice cream cone or whatever. Which is crazy. Like, but that was, see, she was four. So that was like, what, 1942? So you can get away with stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, so Sim, I was about to say, hella perverted sounding. Yeah, right? Go sit in his lap and sing a little Russian song. Um. Anyway, that's one thing you learn about uh, Natalie in her early life is that she was she was so uh, raised and groomed. I'll use that word because now I think if this stuff happened now it would be like a type of child abuse. But she was definitely groomed to be like a people pleaser and to just do what people told her and do whatever you can to get the next role. So, uh, like I said, four years old, she started uh, at age eight. She got Miracle on 34th Street, which is a really popular Christmas movie. Um, she plays, I think her name's Susan Walker in that. She plays the lead little girl. Um, she's also, her biggest role was She's in a couple of big roles, but one of her biggest is Rebel Without a Cause. Came out in 1955. She was only, she was like 15, turning 16 then. Uh, Let's see. Uh, It was, she was, let's see. She was eight when she did Miracle on 34th Street, but she was seven when she did a movie called Tomorrow is Forever. Um. And after that movie, she became super, super popular, but her name was still uh the natalia zakarenko name and she was working with warner brothers at the moment and they were like yeah that's not you need a different name because we can't handle that that's not gonna fly and so that's when she changed her name to natalie wood um before the age of 10 she was known as one take natalie she learned to read so she could read her lines and read everyone else's lines so because she was so um you know, set on being a people pleaser. Um, 
she was just really good on set. She, yeah, just kind of killed it. Uh, what did I write that down? By age 16, she had been in 20 legit movies. Can you imagine? In 1950, she did four movies in one year. She was only 12. Well, I don't even know what I was doing at 12. I was uh, <laughs> drawing Hamtaro characters, originals, uh, and playing Dragon Ball Z with my friends. Cute. And um, uh, that's probably it. Watching horror movies, I'm sure that's just an everyday thing. Though. Carry on. I'm just, like, as comparison, what a time to be alive. Sorry, I burped. Um, yeah, she was just really busy. Her mom signed her up for anything. There was a... Shit, she literally did so many movies. There was a movie, I can't remember the name of it, but she was, I think she was around 10, and she, um had to do a scene where she crossed a bridge. Oh, you know what? This is important. I should probably say this part first. Before Natalie was even born, so her family came over from Russia. They were Russian immigrants. And um, before Natalie was even born, her mom went to see a, like, a fortune teller slash, I don't think gypsy is the right word, but anyway, um, one of those people. And uh, the lady told her that she was going to have a daughter that would be known to the world, but to be careful of dark waters and her mom was besides being like like chris jenner times 10 um before chris jenner was alive as in a momager she was also super super um terrified of water and passed that down to natalie which it's funny because i listened to a podcast that they interviewed natalie's sister uh lana wood and she said if you're so scared of the water wouldn't you want to learn how to swim instead of avoiding it altogether she wasn't afraid of the water though so anyway um uh natalie's 10 she's doing this movie and she has to it's like a scene where there's a big storm going on and she has to cross a bridge and she gets kind of scared and her mom's like, it's going to be fine. It's just a, you know, like it's a set, you're going to be fine. So, um, and I'll tell you the YouTube video I watched, but they show the clip of this and it's actually really upsetting once you know what's actually going on. Um, she crosses this bridge and the bridge breaks like in real life. And it's this little girl and she's like hanging on barely to the side of the bridge and it's storming and her legs are like caught in a current and no one did anything because it was a shot for the movie and she actually broke her wrist uh in that shot and she kind of she gets off of the bridge and she walks away and she kind of like collapses and they use that take in the movie it's so weird <laughs> i hated it um she broke her wrist though she goes to her mom and mom's like just it's fine. Don't tell anyone. She never goes to the doctor because um, her mom didn't want her to not. Her mom didn't want her to look weak. She didn't want her to not get any parts because she was hurt. So that's just a little bit of what we're dealing with when it comes to stuff like that. There's just, there's no rest for the wicked. <sighs> so, uh... 
Yes. So she's 16. She does Rebel Without a Cause. Uh, she got the role for Rebel Without a Cause because... So up until... Up until this movie, um, her mom had pretty much controlled her career. She had told her what movies to do, what movies not to do. It was a really big thing. And she just kind of wanted her power back. And so um, her mom had actually already turned down the role for uh, Judy for uh, in Rebel Without a Cause. And she was out with her friends one night and she got into a car accident and they had been drinking. She goes to the hospital and instead of calling her parents at the hospital, she calls the director, uh, Nick Ray, of Rebel Without a Cause. And she's like, look, see, I'm so rebellious. I got into a wreck and I was drinking. And he was like, okay, you sure did. And she got the role. Okay. And that's so, but just like, you can't do that now. That's not a thing now. You also shouldn't do that ever. P.S. Don't drink and drive. But... Yeah, no, 100%. Especially now for fame. Look, no. Don't do that. Yeah, who, but... Who recently did that? Like, an actor was arrested for drunk driving. I... Not important. Continue. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> no, that was Sorry. <laughs> I love him. Leave him alone. He's changed. I'm kidding. He's changed. Um. So, yeah, that's the movie where she was just was not so wholesome anymore. People are like, oh, she's somebody else. So she's 16. She's trying to get all these roles by herself. Uh, a, quote, huge star. That's all I ever find about this person. We don't, we never know who they are. Uh, a huge star wanted Natalie to audition at the Beverly Wilshire Hotel. And uh, her mom drove her because she was 16 and didn't have a car. And... The huge star is like, well, I've watched your movies and I really want to fuck you. So um, he rapes her. Uh, she's 16. She gets in the car. She is obviously freaked out. Uh, her sister's in the backseat and her sister was younger than her. I believe her sister was like eight years younger than she was. And all she remembers is her mom being really stern with Natalie. <laughs> Uh, so she does take her to the hospital, but her mom never called the police because she didn't want Natalie to not get roles. Red flag. Wow. Just when you think that everything's changed, um, <laughs> it turns out Hollywood's still the same. Yeah. Oh, I hate her mom. Oh, well, she's a very questionable lady. Was she on the boat? She was not on the boat. And yeah, you don't hear my first pick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Kick her off the island. Um. So let's move on. We're gonna move on to her marriage. We are gonna do it. Trust me. All right. So. After, you know, as she's 16, she's young, whatever, she's doing her thing for the next few years. She's seen with several different people, which, whatever, get it. Like, Elvis especially James Dean. Uh, she did a movie with Warren Beatty. And there was rumors of them going out together. You know what? Live your life. Who cares? Okay, so her mom, gotta love that mom. She comes back. Uh, her mom arranges a date on a boat, ironically, uh, with... RJ, Robert Wagner, 
with Natalie and RJ and uh, Natalie was like, I have had a crush on him ever since she was a kid. Uh, so he was 26 and she was 18. Which isn't the weirdest, especially by that time, but a bit of a difference. Uh, they went on that date. They married a year later on December 28th, 1957. Even though her mom set them up, she did not want them to get married. Maybe she would get less roles if she was married. Um, they weren't married too very long, and they were separated by June of 1961 and divorced by April of 1962. They separated because uh, Natalie um, was asleep one night, and she woke up in the middle of the night, and RJ was not next to her, and she went down through the house to go find him, and she found him, and he was, um, you know, he was just doing it with the butler. So she was like, mm, I don't know about all of this. Like she, the male butler? Yeah. I was like, butlers are men, right? <laughs> butlers are men. Plot twist. Um, yeah, so she noped out of that real fast. Also, he was very jealous of her and her career because at this point she was doing a lot movie-wise, and he wasn't, he was doing some, but they were really seen as um, a Hollywood couple, and then you had her, not so much RJ by himself. So she did a movie with Warren Beatty, and RJ kind of lost his marbles. This is while they were still together. Um, He even admitted in his book his autobiography that he wrote that he sat outside of uh warren Beatty's house with a gun and uh just kind of watched to see if anything happened but he never approached he just sat outside which is still too close for comfort if you ask me um on in may of 1969 natalie wood had moved on from RJ, and she married a British producer, Richard Gregson. Uh, they dated for a while, then they got married. They had a daughter. Uh, she named her daughter Natasha, and that they were divorced by 1971 because he had cheated on her with her secretary. So she's like, "Oh, we're definitely done here. Thanks so much for that. What a fun time. Thanks for the daughter. Goodbye." Um, she leaves. Ugh, I love this. I don't love this next part, but I love her sister a lot. Um, so they separated. Like the divorce was finalized in April of 1972. A couple months later, Natalie calls her mom and her sister and is like, hey, come over for dinner. She's like, okay, cool. So everyone goes over and. Natalie's like, I have an announcement to make. And RJ comes out of the room. And she's like, we're getting remarried. And her sister Lana uh, looks at her and is like, what are you doing? Like, why? And she said her quote, her direct quote was sometimes uh, it's better to have the devil you know than the devil you don't. So Natalie said that about RJ. I feel like 
you're doing that thing where we do a story that's like not real, <laughs> like it's like a movie. Right. Uh, okay. Sorry. So her sister Pro was tip, remarry no one, redate no one. For... Just don't. Why? How? Why and how? Um, and her sister's <laughs> her sister's reaction was like, okay. And so she, Lana, the sister, goes to talk to her mom. And she's like, mom, can you freaking believe this? Like, what's she thinking? And her mom says, oh, he's, RJ's cured now. <laughs> and in this podcast, Lana goes, well, what kind of medication do you take for that? <laughs> I was like, yes, sassy. I love it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Hollywood was super here for their remarriage. Um, and there was no question that they were like in a loving relationship to the public. Um, they stayed married up until her death, obviously, because he was there. Um, after they married, she had another daughter, Courtney, uh, Wagner. I want to say Warren, and I don't know why. Oh, Warren Beatty. He was there. Um, she had another daughter named Courtney, and she took a really super long break. From doing movies and um warren not warren shit rj was kind of back in the limelight because he had done some tv shows and stuff like that um so it seemed like all was well in their house uh and then it kind of just the first movie she does is a movie called Brainstorm, which I know we already talked about Stream Movers, but I'm really mad that I didn't know about this before we picked our last genre because it's a 1980s sci-fi movie starring Natalie Wood and Christopher Walken. Are you freaking kidding me? What movie was it? It's called Brainstorm. Oh. It's like, huh. it's like they are they're a couple and they're scientists and they try to they're trying to um, kind of like, I don't know what those Google lenses where you can like see stuff through your glasses. But they're trying to do that with memories. So they're trying to find a way to replay memories from a device, but like through your brain. But that concept coming from the ages about the future is just hilarious. I love it so much. Um, she actually died. Um right after they finished filming that's why her and christopher walken were hanging out so as they were filming it was said that rj was super jealous of their relationship because i watched a clip of brainstorm and they look really cute together like i know that's not a cool thing to do but they just had good chemistry and it shows on screen and that's really lovely and rj just couldn't hang with that so um back to the night on the splendor I mentioned Lana Wood earlier. That is Natalie's sister. Um, Lana Wood has done so many, like, interviews and, like, podcasts and YouTube videos, and she's just trying to find out what happened to her sister that night. She, her theory is that a fight broke out between RJ and Natalie, and um, something happened to her, but it was an accident. 
and she thinks that RJ is responsible and she thinks that he knows more than what he's saying, but she does not think that she doesn't think that Christopher Walken was involved. She doesn't think that uh, the captain Dennis Davern was involved, but she really just wants answers from RJ so much so that um, after Natalie's funeral, uh, she said they were, I believe they were at Natalie's house and uh, RJ was up in the bedroom and she went to go talk to him. And she said, just tell me what the hell happened. And he said, it was an accident. You got to believe me. So, so Wagner's story, since that happened, um, like I said, he was like, I went in to kiss her. She must have, you know, tried to get in the dinghy and fall off or whatever. So, um, once he was interviewed by police again, he gave a little bit more detailed story and he's like, Oh, you know, I know exactly what happened. She, um, heard the dinghy hitting the side of the boat and she couldn't sleep because of the noise. And so she went to go tie it tighter and she must've fallen in and slipped on the step that goes like down to the dinghy because it was covered in like algae and it was slippery. So that's probably what happened. And anyone that knows her knows that that's not, that's not a, uh, sorry, my shoulder, a realistic possibility because she wouldn't go anywhere near the water because she had that deathly fear of the water that was passed down by her mom. Um, that was that story that I just told you. That was RJ's story. That's the story that um, Christopher Walken told. And that's the story that Dennis Davern told until uh, I believe 2011. Shit. Sorry. If you can hear my towel. Uh, let's see. Mm-mm. Yeah, I believe in 2011, Dennis Davern, the captain, wrote a book called Goodbye, Natalie, Goodbye, Splendor. And um, he basically admitted that the story that they had been telling the whole time wasn't actually what happened. And so Dennis Davern, the captain's side of the story is um, that night Natalie went to her room and uh, RJ was super like going crazy he was throwing stuff obviously that wine bottle and he said rj went to natalie's room and they heard yelling and so dennis davin went to go check on him excuse me and so he said he opened the door and rj looked at him and said just close the door don't worry about it and so he went back upstairs which like Dennis Davern claimed to be their like friend. What are you only friend to one of them? Well, yeah, I don't know. Um, so since that book came out, they had um some new information. The L.A. County Sheriff's Department reopened her case. Hell yeah! Isn't that crazy? Like thirty years later. I love that shit. Um, they also had another witness that came through and said that their boat was extremely close to the Splendor that night, and they heard yelling, and uh, they saw two figures off to the side of the boat, and they saw one person in the water and one person standing off to the side. Why didn't they come forward earlier? A super great question. Um, 
Yep, he admitted. Also in 2011, a spokesperson for RJ claimed they they supported the L.A. County uh, Sheriff's Department, you know, reexamining the death. So, like I said, his story changed like once, but he's always said that he had nothing to do with it. Um, January 14th of 2013, uh, Natalie Wood's death, the cause of death was changed from an accidental drowning to drowning and other undetermined factors. So they re-examined the coroner's report. Um, She had like 30-something bruises. She had like a broken rib. And at first they were like, oh, that's just, you know, impact into water. But, yeah. What water? Concrete water? Yeah. Well... Then it's the second time around in 2013 when they determined that some of the bruises that were found on her body were already there before she hit the water. Like, I just, like, (laughs) they didn't have, Yeah. I feel like this is, like, a game of Clue. Well, there's only, like, 20 cards in Clue, and there's only four people on the boat. Like, yeah. And they fucked it up. How do you fuck it up? Well, when you're big Hollywood, you're big Hollywood. That's uh, okay. It's 2013 when RJ totally shut down from talking to police, even though he was never really a suspect. So now he, like, won't even... Not even bringing it up. Uh, if he didn't do it, he's obviously, like, over-grieving and is probably, like, super fed up with it. But motherfucker did it. Yeah. So something just something happened. Um in twenty sixteen, Dennis Stafford, the captain, wrote an open letter about Wood's death, which he published for radaronline.com. Great. Uh he admitted that remaining silent on Wood's death was the worst mistake he's ever made. So when he wrote that book, there was guilt that obviously came overcome him. But before we got start to feel bad about Dennis Davern. Um, he also sold the story to tabloids. So, what are we really going for here? I can't wait to talk theories with you guys. Yay, I'm so excited. A uh, couple more things. Uh, okay, so on, this is like fairly recent. On March 28, 2017, uh, the case file complied with assistance from the Cold Case Investigation Research Institute. They provided new clues into Wood's death. Uh, their main finding alleged that the actress could have been choked until she went unconscious and subsequently rode off the boat. Which would explain some of the bruises and why they are the way they are. Uh, February 1st, 2018, during an interview with CBS's News 48 Hours, the L.A. County Sheriff's Department, uh, they officially named Robert Wagner as a, quote, person of interest in Natalie Wood's case, but still not a suspect. Um, like I said, Lana, her sister, really just wants answers. I don't know if her parents are still alive. Her dad was mentioned very briefly, but he seemed like kind of just like a quiet old Russian dude who was kind of a pushover. He was just happy to be out of communist Russia. And, like, we know about her mom being knuck and futz. I'm sorry, but you would not get away with that now if you were that type of mom. 
or you would get your own reality TV show. Either way. True, true. A miracle. So I think my theory is there was a lot of drinking, there was a lot of sunlight, and there was not a lot of food going into people's systems. I also think marrying somebody for a second time, I don't know, I've never done it, seems like a bad idea, and there was a lot of built-up uh, feelings, mainly because her career was a little bit more successful than his. And I feel like, um, you know, maybe they had quite a bit of alcohol. I think it was an accident, but I think that RJ definitely knows more than he's saying. I don't think Christopher Walken knows anything. <laughs> I think <laughs> he was probably playing cards, probably playing solitaire by himself. And I think Dennis Stavern has felt guilty for a long, long time. But that's the story of Natalie Wood. Ooh. I love this story. I was so excited when you said Natalie, and then you threw the Russian names at me, and I was like, aw. And then you said, <laughs> and I was like, oh, again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I kind of have a theory that uh, maybe something was going on with Robert Wagner and Dennis, right? Mm hmm. So, I mean, so... What do you mean? Like a, like, like a love theory? Yeah. Well, people had love theories. I don't want to keep calling them that, but... Love <laughs> theories. Love theories. It's a love theory. <laughs> about RJ and Christopher Walken. Oh, no. I don't see that. Just because... Sasha. <laughs> tea. 40-year-old tea. <laughs> this tea is gross. <laughs> this tea is so cold. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, let's just say, I mean, Robert was probably closeted. Probably. You know, um, what do you mean, probably? Marriage... He has actually fucked a man. Confirmed. Can confirm. <laughs> secret. Yeah, the butler, no less. Um, so, I mean, I think maybe, like, I don't know. I mean, in that time, uh, I guess that it it was hard being gay in that era. Not that it makes it right what I think he had associated with. Does that make sense? Anyways, mm -hmm. it was hard. And so when, when the mom comes back and she was like, oh, he's cured. What if she was like talking about of his oh. gayness, which no, you cannot cure gayness. You're just gay forever. I hate to break it to you if you're hoping that one day you're just going to wake up and you're like, oh, that Advil did me wonders. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and and she was like, oh, what did they prescribe for that? Anyways, and then, so if he had, like, a relationship with someone on the boat, I don't think it was Christopher Walken, but maybe this <laughs> Dennis guy, since he had, like, so much guilt brought up, maybe, maybe Dennis Ooh. got jealous or maybe freaking Natalie got jealous because maybe she found out something on the boat. True. About them and tried to attack him and they pushed her off or, you know, murdered her. Yeah. I saw a theory that, uh, so you that know, that could have been what happened on the boat, but the cover up, Reagan helped with the cover up. So a nice presidential tie scandal um I love a good presidential scandal oh yeah I, for the I'm, one we're currently living in yeah right oh remind me <laughs> oh, I'll, come so back <laughs> when, I'll come uh, back to when that. you said 
to go sit on that man's lap and sing Russian songs. I was going to be like, oh, is that how Trump got elected? Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, there's also a rumor that <laughs> she was a sleepwalker. And that, that's it. that ends that theory. Yeah, I've heard that one. I don't buy there it. There was also a big thing going on with it where, like, everyone said that she just, like, was drunk and tried to go swimming because she was really deathly afraid of the water. Oh, so... She was, like, trying to face her fear. Yeah. Well, the one of the... So... Oh, God. My words. Sorry. Um, When Robert was like, oh, she must have gone to the bar on Catalina Island or whatever. And her sister was like, I'm sorry, in a flannel nightgown and, like, wool socks and a down jacket, she would never... <laughs> like... <laughs> She would never. She's like, I know TMZ isn't around, but... <laughs> but quit spreading rumors. Yeah. So. That, I mean... So, uh... Shit, I forgot the name of it. But there's gonna be an HBO documentary about this coming out in 2020. I think it's the same name as the 48 Hours episode. Nice. Which is, I think, death in dark water. Remind me if we do. What did you guys do last week? Probably things you like, huh? Uh, uh, we did both. Things we could. But wait, hold uh, on. I just realized that RJ was like pulled out of the closet by being caught being gay and then shoved back into it. Mm-hmm. That's gonna suck. Not that that's an excuse for anything. Yeah. But. All right, I'm good now. <laughs> Advice, don't shove your friends in the closet, physically or metaphorically. I was watching some news uh, clips about this, though, because especially when, like, in 2018, when they were like, he's a person of interest, they got a lot of news media. And uh, Aaron Moriarty from 48 Hours was saying that, um, you know, he's, like, 80 now, 80-something now, and since he's never really been a suspect, it's just not likely that he will see any type of jail time for this because the statute of limitations has ran up on everything but her murder. And it's all just going to be a he said, he said. So uh, I hope she gets some form of justice. I hope her sister has some form of peace. But, that I mean, we may not ever know what happened to her that night, which is so crazy. Because there was people on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that, I mean, I just, I can't believe that, like, crazy, like, drag out fight. Like, things were thrown at people. Mm-hmm. And it resulted in her either sleepwalking or, like, yeah, her, like, f- slipping off the boat. I don't know. It just doesn't sound like, I'm also pretty sure sleepwalking only happens during your REM cycle, which you need to be asleep for on average 90 minutes. Oh. Um, so if you, like if she went down to bed and then he came down a couple minutes later to say goodnight, like she wouldn't have been. I I mean, it could have not been a couple. See, that's another thing too. Like we don't know the actual timeline. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I just realized that that whole like 1105 thing is there were two. She could have been gone the whole fucking day. Ugh. Okay. I'm trying to get um, that YouTube video I watched 
It's a it's a documentary on YouTube. Ooh. Crap. I'll just go through my other sources right now. Uh, so I, obviously Wikipedia. There was a townandcountrymagazine.com article from Nancy Billiou from 2018. Uh, episode 143 of Unsolved Murders, True Crime Stories. There's a 48-hour uh, episode podcast. There's also a super great podcast that I highly recommend called Fatal Voyage. And uh, the most recent episodes are about Princess Diana, but they did, if you scroll down all the way to the bottom, there's like 10 episodes about Natalie Wood. And they go through everything. That's where uh, Lana, that's the interview where Lana Wood was like, what kind of medicine did he take? So they they really went hard on that. I Too Young, I think is the name of the YouTube channel. You'd think since I just watched it, it would show up. But I watched it on my TV, not my phone. Yeah, Too Young to Die by Film Rise Documentaries. They have them on multiple celebrities, but I just watched the one on Natalie Wood, obviously. But yeah, that's that. Yes, I love that you did this. I was just thinking about how... That was like a trend for you when we kind of first started the podcast was like classic Hollywood. So this was a nice return to oh, form. Amazing. Love classic Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Everyone just had so many long cigarettes and they talk like this. <laughs> I love oh. it. Also so shady. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> yeah, truly. Well, there's also just a lot, a lot less evidence, right? Like a lot less cameras and a lot less so true. Yeah, but you know, right away. I just read um, an article the other day. Uh, don't ask me for the website. It was on my like work browser homepage thing. Not that um, you use your work but, computer for anything besides work. Never. I totally haven't typed up three cases at work. I would never. Um, uh, oh, a 13-year-old boy was like kind of snooping around this like backwoods area in Canada, I believe it was. And he saw this car mm-hmm. underneath the water. And so he like alerted, I don't know what like prompt him to alert the authorities but he alerted someone and they called and pulled the car out and there was a woman in there that had been missing for 27 years no yeah in canada i think it was canada yeah because i remember for a second i wondered if it was i started or i started listening to that podcast someone knows something yeah um a while back and I was like oh I wonder if that's it but it was way different I guess this woman was like on the way to like a party or something and she just never came home well I guess I mean it was probably in the winter time and the car had like veered off the side of the road and she like drowned and froze to death oh my gosh 27 years later so can you imagine that though like I mean, being that kid drive on the interstate in between like cities i'm always like there are so many dead bodies <laughs> well there was there was like a a shady car that i saw on my way home one day uh after work and 
I took a picture of the license plates and everything and I didn't see it for like a week. And then the next week I saw it again and they were moving all this big stuff out of the back. And I was like, Oh, this is it. But they were just like roadside fruit salesmen's. Mm. <laughs> Could be illegal if they didn't have a certificate. Scandal. Yeah. Um, Some... Stop for roadside fruit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so are we doing things we like? I say we ditch the advice. No one needs advice. No. We always like things. That's true. RIP advice column, you were fine. All right, next. Hmm. Well, what do I like? Uh-oh. I like Halloween Oreos. I swear to God, they taste better than the other ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like snacks. Snacks are great. Oh, you know okay, what I sorry. like? No, go ahead. No, sorry. Uh, I was watching GMA today. This is relevant, I swear. I was watching GMA today at Good Morning America, and they had Stephen King on, and they were like, you are, I know, Violet, right? And they were like, you are the king of like all things scary and crazy. Uh, what are you scared of? And he goes, the political climate. And everybody yeah. lost their mind, and he just sat there and smirked. And I was like, oh. I feel like he used to say cars because he got ran the fuck over. Yeah, well, that's probably, probably when Trump was not president. So now he's scared of the political <laughs> yeah. climate. Now he'd rather have severe brain damage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I like Stephen King just this week. Though. Me too. <laughs> That's an every week thing for Violet. I'm currently going through The Shining. It's great. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Um, um, Stephen King is just so cool. Um, uh, I really like uh, Michelle McNamara. McNamara? McNamara. Sorry. McNamara. Yes. Yeah. Um, those of you that don't know, she passed away. She was Pat Oswald's wife, and uh, she wrote the book "I'll Be Gone in the Dark," um, which has a foreword from Gillian Flynn. I'm getting ready to start that when I finish *The Shining*, um, but I just found out that it's being turned into an HBO documentary series. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. So when you said that about a uh, uh, the Natalie Wood thing, I was very excited because. Um, I'm very fascinated in this whole, her whole obsession with the Golden State Killer. And yes. She was just a rad lady. And Patton Oswalt's a rad dude. They had a rad kid. Yeah. I'm sure she's cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, so I just like, I honestly, I like true crime this week. <laughs> Look at uh, that. Eric just started um, a murderer. And, uh, yeah, it's so hard not to just like when I rewatch it because this is the third time I'll be seeing it. Um, but I love when he looks at me, he just goes, That's wild. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, uh, Yeah, and we're not even to like the Brendan Dassey stuff yet. Oh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I like true crime this week. <laughs> oh, that's appropriate. Cody, if you're done uh, sacrificing our uh, bad reviewers, our uncritique-worthy reviewers in the woods, what do you like? Oh, it's good. I'm, I'm back inside now. Um, 
no, this has been a sucky week. I like that it's still 90 degrees. Sorry, guys. And I like reading and I like football and I like food, even though I'm technically eating healthy. So I have a love hate relationship with food right now. <laughs> That's about it. I feel that. I think those are all good things. You had a list, though. Yeah, well. It was good. It was good. Good times. I like when the garage works that holds my car. (laughs) (laughs) Towards the future. Um, Be sure to go ahead and tell us what you like. Um, If you're ready for Halloween season, I'm already in it. I'm always in it. But if you have for what you want to hear us do during Halloween, please feel free to hit us up on Twitter at Murder Blows or on Instagram at Murder Blows as well, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, or just send us an email uh, at MurderBlows at gmail.com. There's no at. Blows at gmail. Anyways. Um, yeah, send us your two clothes for comforts if you've ever been almost murdered, if you uh, got a toe top, toe, a toe chopped off and you think maybe someone is hoarding it in their basement just tell us about it let us know what i want to know i i don't wouldn't that be wild that would be wild like got your toe chopped off and someone's like oh a dog probably ate it but then like you found this dude that lived down the street from me that just like collected every person on the street's toes that's a very specific story we wrote i'm getting i'm only dreaming about it and it it's really affecting my my uh train of thought your here. brain is open <laughs> hilarious <laughs> to anything to anything all possibilities email us yes for <laughs> 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 listening Bye. Send us a crow. Bye. Oh my god. Pigeons. Hello. Whoa. It's been a while.